0: Good afternoon, everyone. We are continuing in our learning of de Zimra. We're up to the last Haluka, um, the Haluka of Halukel B'Kutro, which is actually the last parakin to Hellen. The source of mentioning this in the order of Sugin Zimra is, is as discussed earlier. The Gemara and Shabbat says that it's praise really for someone to be Gormeisah Halel, and this is what this means. The Rif understands this to be referring to Asher in the last and the rest of the Haluka's finishing to and this is the last one. Alternatively, Ibn Rashi, who argues on the riff, understands that the psukhi to Zimra, referred to in the Gemara, there are referring to the, uh, the, this, this parak as well, Haluka Kelbikotcha, which is a, basically a parak all of praises of Hashem. In this parak, there, se- there are three sections. The first section, Pasuk Aleph Tabez, is a call to praise Hashem as he expresses himself in various realms and interactions with man. The next section, from Pasek Gimel to Pasek He is a call upon man to now praise Hashem using various musical instruments. And the last Pasek, Pasek Vav, which is repeated, uh, concludes with a call for all living beings to praise Hashem So going into analyzing each section one by one, the first section is again a call from the, from the first two psilakim, is a call to praise Hashem through the various expressions that Hashem has in the world and through His interactions with man. And for this paragraph, there are going to be basically three different modes of interpretation. The Radak is going to understand this all within the context of Gula, following from the previous parakim of Tehillim, which we've been mentioning, leading up to this goal, this point Gula, and the ultimate shira is going to be the, the shira of Gula, and that's what these Sukkim are going to be referring, be making reference to. The babam understands, following his themes, but Ashkacha, he's going to be going to understand that there's two modalities in which one prays like Hashem both through his inter through his interactions with man on the natural plane and also on the supernatural plane. And the last interpretation will be that of Hersh, who understands that the entire paragraph is, is, is a reflection both of Hashem's various interactions with man and also man's experiences of those interactions um, throughout his life and throughout history. <clears throat> so the first passage begins, Halukah, they will praise Hashem, Halukah, kashow. they will praise Hashem in His, in his Kiddushah, in His Holiness. Halu, they will praise him in the heavens of his strength. The Radak understands that this is a basic praise of a Baruch Hu, that he's praiseworthy even in Shemaim. And the kacho is a reference to a place which is transcendent, as denoted by the word Kedusha, and it transcends even the realm of Balachim. And then that as well transitions down, that praise transitions down, even to where uh Uzo, which is just Basic, uh, the rest of reality which is enveloped by the Rakia. The Mabmo understands, however, that these two phrases, Berkia Uzo and Bikacho, are references to two different Hanagas of Akash Baruch, and he explains Bikacho is referring to Hashem's transcendent interaction, which is the supernatural um, way of interacting, performing miracles upon man, and Berkia Uzo is the strict, the strong, and unchanging system of nature. In both situations, man is going to praise Hashem for those types of interactions. Refresh, however, understands that these two, that while there are two clauses, they're referring to two different aspects of entities which serve Hakadosh Baruch The word Kachah is the reference to the Beis Hamikdash, which is the fulfillment of the Rotan Hashem through the Torah, and that's man's duty. Man's duty is to follow Hashem's laws, and the way he praises Hashem is through Kachah, through following the Beis Hamikdash, through following the Torah, and fulfilling the Rotan Hashem. There's an alternative way of serving Akash Baruch and that's for the rest of creation. And that's through B'Ki'a Uzo, that's through the system of, of nature, and as all reality follows nature, it's a, it's an expression of praise of Hashem as they adhere to His rotson of nature. The first explains that the word Uzo reflects both these areas, both the, the aspects of man's interactions of serving Hashem and the world's interactions of serving Hashem. Both the person must be resolved resolved, and show resoluteness to fulfill the rest of Hashem, both on the natural plane and also on the human plane. The next passage continues in praises of Hashem. They will praise Hashem in His gvura, in His gvuros, in His strengths. And they will praise Hashem like the, the multitude of His greatness. The understands, again, like following in his understanding of the previous pasuk, previous pasuk and, and, the, and the theme of the, these Proclaims in general, that this is a praise of the Gullah specifically focused on the Jewish people who have been taken out of, out of Galos. And they recognize the Gvur of Hashem, that He has intention, he has intention to the ability to take Bnei Yisrael out. And Kurov Gulo is an expression of the great Chesed that Hashem has demonstrated when He redeemed Bnei Yisrael from the Galos into the Gullah The Mabam, again, following his interpretation that these are two different expressions of Hashem's haraga, understands that the Rekvura is referring to Hashem's strength to overcome nature and perform miracles, and that's an expression of one type of of interaction between man and Hashem, and and man. And the second expression is Kurov Gulo, is referring to Hashem's greatness expressed through the natural order, the natural world, and that's also an expression, again, a repeat, basically, of of praising Hashem through these two haragas. First, however, understands that these two these two clauses of gevurot and Kurov-Gulo refer to Hashem's interactions with man as he tries to develop uh, the world to get to its its ultimate ultimate goal. And he explains the word Gvura means is a reference to the midas Adin, that Hashem controls and limits all of reality, and yet simultaneously Hashem expresses krov gulo, rachmanus, which is an expression of Gavlus, allowing things to grow and develop in a manner. Which enables them to give them time to develop, to reach a certain point, um, to fulfill their ultimate, the the world and each in, each individual being's ultimate uh, destiny and duty. After just giving basic praise of Akash Baruch Hu, of his interactions and qualities that are expressed in this world, David now shifts to, to to call into man to use various instruments to praise Akash Baruch Hu. This is from Pesach Gimel to Pesach and as following from their interpretations of the first section. Rav understands that this, these interact, these praises are actually these instruments are actually reflections of the various ex- experiences that man has when they ex- they interact with the Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Lava understands that these different instruments signify praise of Hashem through His interactions through nature and through um, His interactions through man through miracles. The first passage begins, Haluka, Halu, they will praise Hashem, Shafar with the blowing of <in> the <Hebrew> shofar, Halu, Bneva and they praise Hashem with the the, harp, the the lyre and the harp. For the Malbim, this Pasek is really two different aspects or expressions of one, sim, one single event. And that event is, as mentioned in the previous Prakim, that Bnei Yisrael have reached this point of becoming, really, of becoming the Am being really close to Akash Baruch Hu through their service. And they're expressing that, that experience in two ways. One is through Shofar, which is a more somber, Yirasa Romumus expression. Of, of understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the other hand, they're also expressing the Nevo v'chi, which is an instrument which accompanies people with great joy, um, experiencing this closeness of both HaKadosh Baruch Hu and which is expressed through the Geula. So there's almost this Gilu Barada experience that is occurring when Bnei when b'ne Yisrael are close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. understands that this Pasik is referring to the individual's song to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He mentions the word shofar, symbolizes a more serious and solemn emotion. A neva V'Chinor is a instru- or instruments which apparently aid in creating a, a meditative environment for the individual to think about and, and be focused in a more serious way um, of his interactions and experiences with kalash Moving on to the next buslik we 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 say halu the V'Machal, of mahal they appear the sham with the uh, like the tambourine and the and the and the circle halu bimini vugov so praise Hashem with the stringing instruments and the flute. The Mahabh understands that this these two pasuk, these two different clauses in the one pas- the same Pasuk reflect different expressions of man's interaction with Hashem. The Machal, which is a reference or an allusion to the Machal of all of the creation coming together to a is another expression of closest with the kashbarchu with that direct Hanhaga of Hashem. However, the mini and Vugav are a more toned-down. Interaction with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, one of that only within the the natural world, and even so, the it, says it's still appropriate to express joy and celebration with that interaction with Hashem, even amidst um, a not a, a, a even though they haven't reached the full closeness of a Baruch Hu. Rehosh understands that these two clauses refer to different expressions of that meditative state. And he says the the tof of Machel, the tim, the timbrel and the and the dancing of circles, represents a public demonstration of Hashem's of Ben Isha's closes with Hashem and feelings of joy. However, the Minim ve'ugav, the string, image, instruments, and flutes are, are an individual's private and more quiet feelings of rejoicing before a Baruch Hu. So it's reflecting the Tzibra and the Yachid's expression of Hashem, of, of of closeness to Hashem. The last puzzle in the section mentions Ha'alu b'tzil shamah, they will praise Hashem with sounds of sound, uh, or symbols of sound. Ha'alu they will make praise of Hashem through the sounds or symbols of of the, of the trua. Following in with his interpretation that this is now a transition from the interaction of Hashem through miracles to now of the natural world, babam understands that again these tzitzlei shema are again more toned down expression of joy, but still a room for celebration, and the, tz, the tzitzlei Surua, unlike the shofar, which is an expression of yuras ha the trua itself. That sound is a sudden fear and bewilderment sound. That's an expression of Yura Sa'onish that man has before Hashem. And obviously, this is a lower level of closeness with Hashem, but it's still appropriate, and and the Babim explains, this is also an expression of Gilberada, while there's a a more toned-down expression of praise, of joy with Hashem, that has to be countered or complemented with a more toned-down, and less close expression of Yura, which is Yura Sa'onish. Refresh understands, however, again, this is a these Psukim, these clauses reflect again the community's expression of Hashem, praises of Hashem, and the individual's expression and praises to Hashem. And he says the Tsil shama, again are things that could be heard for the entire community to community to to praise Hashem with. And the Tsil Sle Um says Refresh reflect actually the meaning v'ugav, the noise that creates a certain feeling in the own person's heart in an individual individual level, that is being expressed. Um in, in his The last section, after expressing the interactions of Hashem in the world and man's response to those interactions on the various levels, the last Pasuk of this parak and really all of concludes Ka All of the soul will praise Hashem. Hal-luka. And there's a lot of interpretations of what is the function of this last Pasuk. David Ezra understands the word neshama doesn't mean soul, it means the breath. And following with the previous psalchem, which we talk about the instruments that are used, generally used breathing or blowing into. So, all breaths will be using these instruments to praise Hashem, and that's the conclusion of the parak. The Rodak understands the word does not mean breath, but the cognitive abilities. Everyone, according to their intellect, must be able to use their unique abilities and environment to praise Akash Baruch, and that's a fitting ending of the parak of all of telum, as it's a conclusion of all of how we should be using Tilim to express our praises. The Mabum understands that the word neshama is an idea which highlights the expansive praise among all all of creation. From the highest realm to the lowest realm of anything that has a neshama, any entity which has a neshama, a living entity, entity, they must praise Hashem to express the kindness that Hashem gives to them um, throughout all their lives. First explains a different interpretation, and he says that this verse is a summation of all the praises and it's a call uh, to the living breath, every breath, call every single breath should be used to hear the shofar, the serious introspection, the nave of Hiar, the meditation, the, the public rejoicing, the meaning of uga, the private uh, happiness, um, The theley shama he understands to mean unexpected unexpected surprises and Sro, which are sounds which stir the emotions internally. all different experiences call on a every different experience must be um, used to praise Hashem. Um, and that's the conclusion. There's one last point. Uh, the Medrash understands that we're neshama to refer to every single breath, like like Hirsh. Um And the Hafla and Ksuba Mustaf, Samach understands that it's not just a praise for the different expressions, but for the fact that a person lives is itself a reason to be praising Hashem. And the way to experience that is to recognize that life is not to be taken for granted, and all the fact that a person breathes is itself a beautiful gift. And, and everything that comes along with it is as well a gift from HaKadosh Baruch So to just conclude this parak and summarize it, we have three sections. The first section is a call praise Hashem through his various expressions um, in the reality and through his different interactions. Either as the Radak explains haluka Kabal Uzo is a general praise of Hashem. Then B'Gvira and K'Rv is referring to the expressions of of the Geula the, or, or as the Ma'vam understands the interactions of Hashem's Ashkacha both on a natural and supernatural way. And and lastly, uh, as I first explained, it's a call upon both the natural world and man as a general community to praise Hashem and recognize the G'lur-Sav and K'roh G'la that he's using to push man towards a greater goal and, and an ultimate duty and to fulfill his ultimate duty. Then after generally praising Hashem, man is now called to express that through instruments. And these different instruments... Uh, according to the Ma'abim understand as the Ma'abim understands, these are referring to two different interactions, as he made a reference to in the beginning, of in the first section, using the Sik'a Shofar, B'nei V'ilchina, which are all expressions of Hashem's closeness, and B'neim V'u'gav, B'tzal Zal and these last three are expressions of Hashem's uh, praises of Hashem and fear of Hashem, but on a more distant level. Refersh understands that these sukkim are referring to meditative different experiences the man has, both on a private level and on a public level and all these different situ- all these different situations um, whether they create emotional stirs or are just sudden moments of, ex- of exposure men must be praising Hashem and the last passage concludes haluka, haluka. Um, all the neshama should praise Hashem this either refers to the breath that was used to praise to blow the instruments or is referring to the person's ability cog- and cognitively to praise Hashem it could also mean as the poem explains, all reality should praise Hashem, or as the first explains, every single breath should praise Hashem through all the different experiences. And from as the notes, as every every aspect of uh, the fact that we have life, the fact that we have breath, is itself a reason to praise Hashem. And that is the conclusion, um, and really the summation of all the different praises that were mentioned in the previous sections of this parak and all of the in general. And the reason why this is concluded in in uh, a conclusion of really Pesukim Zimra. And the Halukas is because after we reached Kaula, we reached as closest to Hashem. Really, the ultimate praise now is just to express all the different types of exposures and experience and the relationship we have with Hashem, and that's just through just all these types of praises. And it's important to note that we repeat this last pasuk of and Shua Ta'aluka haluka, twice. And uh Rifsal explains that as we find in Halal, where we repeat the end of Halo, uh, we double it. Um to, to signify that there's always more to say and a call is going to be repeated because ultimately it really can go into infinity the praise that we have of Hashem and the recognition that we have of His interactions in our lives and that's what we're concluding now with this uh, parak and really a major portion of the soup,